Hi everyone, it's Psychic Medium Miss Sarah. I hope you're all doing wonderful today. I'm pretty excited about this conversation today because we're gonna talk with Jessica Luna. You might see flies around me. We had birthday party on Saturday and they're just all over in the house now. Um, so you, uh, Jessica Luna is gonna be live with us and she's going to talk about ancestors and the astral realm. And I'm really excited because I actually have uh, 10 different ways, ah, see, they're everywhere. 10 different ways uh, that you can connect with your ancestors. Because uh, when Jessica gets on, she's going to talk a little bit more about the or the astral realm. So these are the 10 different ways that I came up with that you can connect with your um, ancestors. And this was with a lot of different research, so a lot of different resources. The number one way that you can connect with your ancestors is dreams. And so... Uh, this is something that can happen with you intending it to happen. This is something that um, you can, sorry, that you can actually, uh, sorry, uh, that you can actually uh, manifest or set intentions to do. And that is, um, a lot of times it just happens uh, with dreams. It just happens uh, naturally um, when they're trying to help us with a change or sending us a message, that type of thing. Uh, number two is automatic writing. I love automatic writing. I use my clairaudience in the automatic writing and it's basically just sitting down and uh, writing, um, letting your uh letting your, the information flow is, you know, because sometimes it flows fast. I know with me it does. So writing it down as fast as it's coming out, it's kind of difficult sometimes, but um, writing it down is good because it'll help you understand a lot of different things. Um, so then the third way you can connect with your ancestors is writing a letter to them. And one of the resources that I was looking at said that you could write a letter uh, to your ancestor and stick it under your pillow. And I thought that was a really good idea. So if you're trying to connect with a specific ancestor or even a group of your ancestors, you can stick the letter that you've written to your ancestors under your pillow um, before you go to sleep at night to set the intention to dream and meet them. Um, the fourth way is that you can use your clairs. So um, all eight clairs are going to have obviously different ways that you're communicating, um, but using your primary clair is a really good way to learn how to communicate with your ancestors. Because just like mediumship or um, communicating with spirits, sorry, my list is over here. That's why I'm looking over here. Uh, if you're communicating with spirits, you're going to use your clairs. So whatever your primary clair is, is, is going to be a really good asset when it comes to communicating with your ancestors as well. Number five is to meditate in nature. And this is just overall meditating in nature. I know some people aren't really able to do that with bad weather or um, heat outside, um, but meditating in nature is uh, one of the best ways to connect spiritually with the world around you, with your ancestors, with your spirit guides, your angels, the archangels. Um, meditation is really, really important. And then we have number six is signs. So animals or domestic pets, that's ways that they connect with you. So I personally, I have a grandmother that um, really liked butterflies. She had butterfly pins, all these different butterflies in her house. 
And so whenever I see a butterfly, I think of her. Is there something that you guys see that reminds you of a relative that's passed away? I'm curious. Um, I'm going to pull up the comments so I can see the comments. Okay, let's see what, because that way we can answer questions for anybody that's on. Why does it do that? So if any of you guys go live um, anywhere, apparently uh, Facebook, because I added um, our websites in there, it marked it as a sale. Does anybody else have that problem with, if you guys do readings, um, it marks it as a sale for some reason. I gotta turn off sale format all the time. Okay, so now back to what we're doing. Uh, so this, the animals, that's the way they send um, messages to you. So when communicating with your ancestors, if there's like a situation that they're trying to help you with or a change that they're, they're trying to help you with or just something that they want to know, like to comfort, want you to know to comfort you. Um, that's a really good way that they do that. This could be birds. This could be your domestic pets like cats and dogs, um, just pets that you're really close to. A lot of the time they'll communicate through your pets. Because children and pets seem to have a really easy way to connect um, with the spirit world because of the way um, that their minds work. Okay, number, where am I at? Number seven is photos. I really like this one because I have, um, photo reading is something that I really enjoy. And I actually have the Ancestry app on my phone. So if you haven't downloaded that app and kind of went through your ancestry your your uh, heritage and where you're actually from that is awesome um i have it clear back to um england and uh scotland and i just think that's really fun so um getting their photos and meditating with their photos or just getting their photos and taking a moment to um, attend set the intention to connect with them is just a great way to do it okay so then we have visualization. So imagining them, imagining them in front of you, um, imagining being able to tell them the things that you want to tell them and have a conversation with it with them. Visualization is powerful for a lot of different things, including manifestation. So vis visualization is a good one. Okay, then we have nine. And this one I really like. Uh, study the history of your homelands. So like with me, I said, Scotland, where's your homeland? Uh, one of them anyway, or, or few, if you want to shout out what your homeland is, uh, put a put a message with it in the comments. That'd be awesome, because I really want to know where everybody's from. I think that's really interesting. It really has a lot to do with who we are today, and that's why we talk about ancestors. That's why we're curious about them as well. So then uh, number 10 is to gather those ancestral stories. And I know there's a lot of people that you think about that when people are are still living uh, or after they've passed some of the stories that they've shared and so i've actually used facebook to write a lot of those things down which i think is kind of cool um with old, old photographs and that type of thing that way um, that can be carried on those stories can be carried on so 
Jessica had to download Chrome apparently to get on. So my cousin is messaging me and it was really funny. She's telling me about her spiritual awakening. This is kind of a new thing to her. Her mom passed away and she says that for some reason, the name Azrael, uh, for some reason, the name Azrael came to her and she has, she had, she Googled what Azrael was. And uh, I thought that was interesting that this is something that, because this is something I've been interested that intrigues me um, for a long time. So I think that uh, her heritage, actually her ancestors, I think probably did a lot with that kind of thing. So the flag stop bugging me, check that out. You think maybe the flies are like part of the ancestry thing? Like maybe not, probably not, I don't know. I'd be curious. Okay, so yeah, basically uh, those are the 10 different ways that I, I look, that I researched and found that you could connect with your uh, ancestors. And a lot of those are really similar with um, communicating with spirit in general. So that's why I wanted to share those because all those things are good to be able to do. So if you're like, if you're just starting your spiritual journey, that list of different things, I'm going to give it to you again, just so you guys have it. Uh, anybody that started watching uh, the ways that you can connect with spirits and ancestors, uh, dreams, automatic writing, writing a letter. This is specific to your ancestors through your clairs, meditating in nature. Um, they communicate with us through animals and different signs like that. I know one of my clients said that she was finding hearts everywhere and uh, she wondered if that was her husband that had passed away. So I thought that was interesting. That's, uh, that's a sign. Um, photos, visualization, studying the history of your homelands. And this could mean if you're trying to connect with a particular spirit, studying the history of somewhere where they um, enjoyed going or somewhere that they um, had a really close connection to. This could be like church, a uh, house that they lived in, a uh, playground that they played at, those types of things. Um, and then gathering ancestral stories. So those are all, some of those are really good ways to connect with spirits in general. So I just wanted to share those with you. And it looks like, hi. We, I, I was having a meltdown because Facebook wouldn't let me in on Chrome. That's so funny. You know, I, uh, I, I had a bit of a mini meltdown myself earlier because oh, of no. the changes, the changes for Etsy. I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my goodness. And then I had that this weekend too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, so we got to find a solution for this. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for Hi. coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I'm a bit late. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're you're fine. So this is Jessica Luna, and I Hi. wanted to bring her on to talk about ancestors and the astral realm. So I'm going to, I'm going to, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica? Yes. So um, where should I begin? Um, I'm a Scorpio Sagittarian with the Pisces rising. 
just so we're all clear. I actually have a bachelor's degree in art history and criticism where with a minors in ancient and classical studies. And then as far as readings that ended up transferring into my reading skills where I've been reading for the last 16 years, I do tarot, I do astrology, runes and divination is with a uh, dream divination. Sorry, if you can see my dream catcher in the background. Um, <laughs> in between all that, I've also been working with chakras. Uh, I actually am a natural born medium with Pisces in my chart as well as Scorpio in my chart. So, and Sag as well. So uh, psychic as well. So it's fun until, you know, you're growing up and it's like, you're seeing things in the room that scare you at times when you're little. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, once I was able to tune into my abilities and I tapped in, then I learned how to control everything and see everything that happened to me would happen in the dream realm, which is why I was so, OK, let's do this. You know, this conversation, because a lot of people actually don't talk about the dream realm. And for me, it was very active. What I don't know about Sarah. Was it active for you, Sarah? Actually, it's not. Um, when I was young, it was. And I the times that I dream the most are mm -hmm. times that I'm like under stress. So Ooh. it's interesting to me, like very I've dreamt a lot more lately without stress. So I don't know. It's kind of mm -hmm. hit and miss with me. I will go uh, months and months without having a dream sometimes. And it seems like lately they're more um, symbolic. And mm -hmm. so I think that's really interesting. Yeah. But that's a lot of things that are going to happen. Like, yeah, I, I've noticed a lot of that has been coming in my dreams lately, uh, which is kind of uh, different for me. Uh, normally, I'm used to that in the waking hours. So, yeah. yeah. When you're sleeping, it's different because you're you're actually your body's physically resting, but your soul is like getting all of this information. And so what happens is and this happened to me about six years ago was when my dreams started to become very active. That was around the time astrologically when Saturn was just about to come in from uh, Libra to Scorpio. And so my dreams are getting super activated at that time because I'm born with a natal Neptune and Capricorn. So that's where I, I get all this dream information. And uh, that's not a really natural placement for Neptune to be in. And the right. reason that you're also probably, if any of you are having intense dreams lately, it's most likely because Neptune is currently retrograde in Pisces, which is his strongest sign, as well as we have Jupiter in Pisces too, which is about to dip back into Aquarius. So it's like, it's going to affect your dreams from now until like October, at least. Um, it's funny, you know, you're spiritual uh, when you describe, when you're describing yourself, if you use the zodiac signs. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I got to know me very, very crystal clear when it came to my astrology chart. Like yeah. astrology for me is like mathematics and science to scholarly people. And for some reason, I can do like the algorithms and in my brain, I don't even have the equipment yet <laughs> to do it with the software. <laughs> Do you do astrology readings? Yes, I do. I do Western. Um, I do various types of astrology. But we're here to talk about the ancestors in the dream realm. So right. with this conversation, it was so funny because when we talked about this, I was like, um, I've had experiences with my ancestors, but it hasn't been as prevalent as other people. My ancestors do not like this realm. They don't like the 3D realm. They like to commune with me straight in the in the astral realm. 
Um, and they're very cryptic. It's funny. They're cryptic in what they show me when it comes to dream imagery. And I'm going to explain that in a second, but they're very direct in speech to me. Um, <laughs> so let me go ahead and explain for people kind of basics of the dream world slash astral realm. We're going to use that term interchangeably for people who, who don't know what that means. And basically, the dream realm is when you go to sleep, you, like I said with Sarah, you know, your body rests, and but your soul goes into the dream realm slash astral plane. So you're actually traveling when you sleep. And when that happens, what essentially happens is you can either go into the past, the present, or the future. Again, this is where astrology plays an important role for me because it, it tends to mess with our dreams as it, as you were saying it, it has. And usually for me, I have triple water in my chart alone as well as triple earth. I have two trines. So that affects me with dreams heavily intently and, and very, very intensely as well. So anytime there's any activity in water or earth, I will get dreams in, in either of those signs. And it kind of depends on how the ancestors want to talk to me as well. Because sometimes it's like my ancestors, since they don't like to commune with me down here, <laughs> I work more with deities down here and my spirit guide team down here. But my ancestors are so funny because I actually have on two sides of the family. I am, my mom is <laughs> Slavic. Greek and Irish, <laughs> and then dad is indigenous Native American, um, as well as Italian and his uh, and Mexican. My great grandparents on the father's side, on dad's side, uh, one was a Mexican healer, a curandero is the word that they use, um, and then my great grandmother threw cards. So it's just been in the family. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. That's it, it interesting. Has, so I, I was talking the other day um, mm -hmm. in one of the lives that I did about uh, the term smoke cleansing versus smudging. And Ooh. I didn't know when I first started doing talking to people about it, I didn't realize that uh, smudging is an indigenous term versus smoke cleansing. And I thought that was interesting. So then I changed it. I was just like, okay, that's not how I'm going to say it now. It's smoke cleansing. So I think that's yeah. interesting. For me, I actually don't get offended when it comes to those terms, even though because I actually am mixed of two races, you know, of the two, well, really a lot. But the point is, is it doesn't offend me because it's nice to see that there are people out there who are aware of culturally how, yes, that is appropriation. But my ancestors and guides kind of feel like, you know, as long as your intention is pure of heart, it doesn't yeah. matter. And and I guess that's why, like, my guides are so, and my ancestors as well, they're so blunt. They're like, it's mainly about intention. And yeah. so when it comes to the dream realm, especially, like, when you start getting your ancestors coming to you, it's different. When they come to you, they come to you in the sense of either, for me, it's either a warning or they're foreshadowing something, something that I know either a cycle should be wrapped up or something that's coming that I didn't know at all. Or I've even seen future ancestors or descendants in my dreams, like my two nieces. I saw both of them in the dream realm. They actually made themselves known to me before they were even born. 
awesome. I know. I, it, was, it was pretty cool. I had a dream about my daughter before she was born. And it was really, okay, this is going to sound really odd, but I'm going to share it anyway. So I was married to my high school sweetheart who was a had dark hair, uh, dark brown hair, dark eyes, and was very short. And what I dreamt, and this was when we were married, what I we weren't married for very long, but what I dreamt is that I had a blonde haired, blue eyed baby and I was oh. holding her. <laughs> and I have a blonde haired, well, two oh. blonde haired, blue eyed babies. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, why is this child blonde? And yeah. then I had a blonde baby. <laughs> The baby ancestors, like the new ancestors, they like to make themselves known to the to the psychic mediums that are open in their family is what I'm seeing. And I've only say that because with one of my nieces, she came to me for like nine months before she was born. Like even before my sister got pregnant with her, she made herself known. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to be an aunt in a couple of years. And then my sister announced she was pregnant that fall. And I was like, oh, my God, it's this year. <laughs> Whereas the other one, the other one was actually kind of funny. So I, long story short, had a near-death experience in about 2018. And it made my actual, like, connection to the dream realm very, very strong. And um, there was a point where I went into this, like, mirror. And it almost looked like a television mirror. And I went in and I saw a lot of things about not just with my ancestors, but with my brother and my sister-in-law and their, the things they were going that they didn't tell us and, yeah. you know, that they were experiencing and they were in another state in Colorado at the time. And so I'm in Texas. And so, um, you know, we talk, but it's not like every day, you know, because we're, we're working, I have things to do. He, you know, my brother works with a restaurant, you know, he doesn't have time to talk to me all the time. <laughs> so I, I had this accident and I'm in the recovery process. I'm literally like 24 hours out of this accident. And I go into this mirror and I sit in, it's like a chair and I see my brother building baby stuff, like baby toys. And I'm like, no, they're not pregnant. Are they? They got pregnant in the fall too. That's awesome. <laughs> of, that year, of that year and so the funny part was so I knew she was coming I knew that baby was coming and then she actually came to me in the dream realm when it when literally like the week before she was going to be born because my brother and my sister-in-law they're both Sagittarius, and they had a Gemini baby but it's funny because Sagittarians tend to think they have all the time in the world you know that that yeah. literally like all the time it's so saggy and so like my mom, in all good faith, she loves him, but she's always said he's going to be late to his own funeral. So, yeah. so I was, yeah, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. Um, that's why whenever we have a party, my family, uh, between me and my brother, they'll tell us it's like 30 minutes early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then we show up on time. Aquarians are like that too. You know why? Because my dad's an Aquarius and my mom, if we have to be somewhere at like one, let's say ish, she'll say we'll leave by 12. It starts at 12 so we can get there at one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just the Sagittarius, it's Aquarius too, not to call anybody out. But <laughs> I am a Scorpio, Aries, Scorpio. Oh my God. Scorpio, Aries, Scorpio. So you have Scorpio sun, Aries moon, Scorpio rising, yeah. basically like 
you're just obviously and always mirroring life and death, life and death, and then the big bang and like the big start of life all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. that is, that's a fun actually pairing though. So wait, are you always at odds with yourself? Because I only ask that. I only ask that in your emotions with your moon because Aries people, sun, and I actually have a sister who is an Aries. <laughs> I, I'm just surrounded by a lot of fire people in my family, just so we're all aware. Uh, and air people. So I'm the only water and earth person in the, in the family, <laughs> officially. Um, but... So you're the like the odd one out, basically. <laughs> I am. I am all the time is what it feels like. Oops, sorry, guys. So it, it, it feels like that, but it's like they get me in a logical sense, and then sometimes they straight up don't. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, please. Go ahead. I am like, I think both the, the Aries and the Scorpio traits are really dominating. Yeah, they and are. That's. It makes sense for me on like a leadership level or, you know, like, a so I, that makes sense to me, but we can be very egotistic. <laughs> like I don't get that from you. I could see it like yeah. maybe, maybe in a situation. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Like maybe if a situation really, really called for it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, aside from that, honestly, I, I, I can only see that being a problem if like there are other people constantly trying to get your growth when I was young I I had a problem with that and now as I've gotten older I've just been like now I'm more relaxed about things mm -hmm. but I, when I was young I was I was vain when I was young it was really like, <laughs> I was like I uh beauty was like a big thing to me and that type of thing mm -hmm. and yeah now I'm kind of like me <laughs> see like, I and okay. I no longer fold socks, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. After being a mother, like there was a lot of things that I uh, realized that you can no longer be like selfish. Once you have kids, you're like now oh, yeah. you're somebody's snack bee. Have you, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say that word on YouTube. No, no. It's okay. I understand because I, I have, uh, like I said, the two babies. And so like I actually lived with the oldest from the time she was born and in utero all the way to recently, which was March, off and on for like a year. Uh, there was a break in between where I was out on my own. So, but it, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause when mom isn't there, Thiefy steps in yes. <laughs> and I, and I, and, and she's always looking at me and I'm like, Hey man, what's up? Okay. We're going to put on, you know, like Disney plus and here, let me get you a snack. And so, yeah, like it really does. That's why I was like, I'm going to do my makeup today we don't have to watch the, ba the baby today and <laughs> and so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take my time but yeah that's a luxury to do when you're when you're a working mom too so what advice do you have for people that don't really have a lot of experience with the astral realm and as far as like connecting for mm -hmm. uh like on a beginner's level what suggestions do you have in doing that so I actually have a lot of suggestions and it's funny because after we talked about this, I actually created, I have the PDF. It's on my Canva link. I'll send it to you after this. And then okay. I ended up creating a pre, a course, like a prerequisite course, but it's for pre-order. I'm not, le I'm not releasing it until next month during the Aquarian full moon, which is August 20th. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm doing oh. that in a dream course, but to go ahead and just kind of preface that a little bit, when you start working with the dream realm, 
it really depends on several factors. First off, I would say if you're interested and you've been having dreams and they're extremely active, your lucid state, you're already good to go to start keeping a dream journal. If not, and you're having difficulty, um, what I've done is I've tried, when I first started, try practicing around the full moon. The full moon and the timing of the full moon, everybody has high water, high dreams around that time. It doesn't matter necessarily the moon sign. It will later on, but in your beginning practice, it doesn't. Go ahead and give it a go. Wait for the full moon. Put the intention to bed, like, you know, before you go to bed, actually, of like, okay, I'm going to rest. Make yourself a cup of tea, just a small cup of tea low sugar. You can use honey if you need to. It'll help relax you. I, I do it about two hours before bed. So the honey's out of my system and I'm ready to, to go. Um, I, you can do lavender. You can do, I've done peppermint. I've literally done a lot of tea flavors, but you can do that. And it gets you in that mode. And before you go to bed, you need to put the intention out there of who exactly are you trying to connect to? Because connecting with our ancestors is one thing versus connecting with a deity, right? Or an angel or a fey being. Because sometimes, and trust me, when you get really, really great at this, you're going to start connecting with a lot of people in your sleep <laughs> to the point that um, it can be exhausting at times, especially during Halloween. Halloween is going to be a time where you open this up. You're going to start, if you're psychic medium already, you're advanced in this, you'll get messages. They were messing with me last year. Um, <laughs> after I took Christina Quick's mediumship course, and then like, after I've taken your course, like, I'm just like, oh, wow, I'm so glad I took both of those because now they've really taught me on how to ground everything down practically. So now mystically, I just need to take care of my needs. And so yeah. when I did Christina's the mediumship course for Halloween, I was able to actually give them the office hours in, in this, you know, dream realm. So yeah. they let me be at peace because at one point I was waking up with my guides going, guys, come on. I can't even get a good night's rest. Like, dang, dude, like I'm tired. Like, <laughs> like I was this is going to be funny, but this is what I imagine is you stop. Are you stomping up to the wall, hammering the business hours? Yes, I did. Well, cause I was like, dude, am I the only psychic medium in an 18 mile radius? Jeez. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, guys, we gotta, we gotta knock it off. I need rest. I really, really need rest. And the funny part about that is, even when I did that, it toned it back a little bit, but it not as much as I needed to. So then I had to work with like a goddess deity to like, hey, can you just like be the barrier for them, please? Because I, I can't. Like, I can't right now when I'm trying to rest. And especially around Halloween, I don't know if it happens to you, but in the dream realm, everything is extremely active for me. From Pisces full moon, which is September usually, um, all the way to the Taurus full moon, which for me, I'm actually a moon in Taurus. So I'm like fixed, fixed. <laughs> in my nature, of those, those two, the sun and the moon. <laughs> I, I, I've never really tracked the time frames that my dreams are most active, but <clears throat> there's some things that I think I get in dreams that I'm maybe not ready for uh, in my waking hours. That can happen. That can happen. And when that happens, um, ask them, what is it you are ready for? Yeah. 
Because if you can say, okay, reveal to me, show me, please, and imagery, be specific with your intention, like 110%. So if you don't know what to ask, you need to figure that out. Yeah. So I always tell people, even on the hotlines, when I did hotline readings, like, you know, if you're not sure what you want to manifest, well, you can't just willy nilly say, oh, go ahead and show me this spirit because they'll show you everything. And that's like playing Russian roulette. <laughs> oh, yeah, roulette of stuff, of stuff, like seriously, of just stuff that they'll bombard you with. And then you're like, but that wasn't what I asked for. So you have to really sit down and figure out, okay, this is what I want to see. This is ideally who I'm willing to connect with. And this is who I am not open to connecting with. So if you're new, I would tell you, Put the intention out that you are only going to connect with unconditional love and light, higher good divinities, energies, ancestors, and that you wish for them to come forward and speak to you either a message or give you a symbol of something that's in your waking life that isn't working out. And then also your best friend is going to be a dream dictionary. Like it can be an online one. I prefer the online ones because the paper ones I've had in the past. And, you know, there are times where certain dictionaries, their meanings actually will change as in the they never stay the same. I don't know if that happens for you, but there are times where I've had dreams with like snake animal totems and <laughs> with, I, with have the a, I have a paper one or a paperback dream book that I look at sometimes and it's interesting because I, I agree with you. It's probably, it's going to be different book to book. And I really think it's, it's up for uh, like, it's up for interpretation. I think it, when it yeah. comes to our dreams, it has a lot to do with what's going on in our lives, what we're concerned about, what we're working toward and those types of things. So just the dream book isn't um, as uh, I mean, I like, I like it as a base. You know I what I'm too. saying? Oh, I do too, because my thing is, is the one that I had in print versus the one that I've gone to online as a resource versus all of the other ones that I've looked at online, they have, like I said, varying definitions. So there are times where I'm like, the one that I normally go to, I'm like, um, no, that's not exactly what happened. So I'm not going to have that apply because that I'll take it in stride. But that's yeah. that's not how this worked. So let's go ahead and look at some other you know resources. But my unfortunately, my dream book that I have in print is in storage in San Antonio. So I'm like, yeah. all my things are there, and I'm here in Houston. So it's just like I'm like, oh my, I miss my stuff. <laughs> I miss my mystical books very much yeah. because they would be helping me out right now when it comes to, um, as far as like the just having it there versus going online but then i found out the online resources that actually have way more than i anticipated but it's still good to have the hardcover or the paper copy on hand because technology like with the winter storm we had here you know i was having crazy dreams around that time and i was like well unfortunately my phone is dead the internet's down and my dream book is in san antonio guess this is just one for having fun i suppose <laughs> yeah i when i heard about the winter storm in texas <laughs> I had to giggle a little bit because my friend, my best friend now lives in Texas oh, and no. we get, you know, we get piled with snow here in Iowa uh, right. and we drive in it though, because we have several, um, yeah, you guys uh, have the tires for it. We, yeah, we have the plows, we have the sand sanders or the, um, uh, sand trucks 
and yeah. we just have the resources for it where you guys from what i hear no, no. one drives you no. know uh was it 2014 i believe i had been to um atlanta georgia and after i, I think it was like a year after i went to atlanta um there was a big storm and there was ice all over the main highway through atlanta and the cars did not move so i think that's interesting how it's so much yeah. different in different parts of uh the, the united states or in the world how weather is so much different like you get used to what you get used to yeah. well i'm an hour away from the gulf so the fact that we even got snow was pretty surprising because we're so close to the equator but the funny part about that is when <laughs> when it came to the winter storm um the interesting part about that was we didn't have power but we had heat because we still had the original radiators from the house a lot of our neighbors took them out because they were gas lines yeah so and oh my god i was getting headaches so bad in my oh. third mm -hmm, in my third eye from the gas that i think that's yeah. why my dreams were so off like they were off, but they weren't like scary or nightmarish. They were just weird. Like I was like, this is even weird, even for me in the, in the astral. See, we run ours enough during the winter that it'll do that for a, you know, part of a day and then it goes away. The smell goes away after it's uh, got to run. Yeah, we had, seven, we had seven um, people in our house. Seven people, oh yeah, everybody's cuddled up, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <And those> <laughs> I I when I was little, I remember being dressed like an Eskimo when I when it would snow, and you know the, you see the little programs with the little kid with their arms out that they can't yeah. even move. Yeah. yeah, that's Iowa. <laughs> oh, uh, so cute though. Anne says, "What is a good one to look at?" I think she's talking about the dream book. Like, what book would you oh. suggest? Or what website would you suggest? Oh, I can pull it up right now. Hang on. Okay. Give me, it's on my phone one moment and I'll pull it up for you because I use it like every time I have a weird dream uh, or a dream because sometimes in the beginning the dreams were really weird but now I'm like I think I've hit a normalcy of that as far as dreams and weirdness so you're accepting anything, the level of weird strangeness is what it is <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Nothing surprises at this point is what you're saying. <laughs> pretty much. I have no one to talk about this with down here in Texas. It's so nice to have people to talk to this about online. Yeah. We have no idea. Okay, hang on one second. Dream. Okay, so it's dreamdictionary.org. O-R-G is the main one that I use. It is a free source. But like I said, this one, and sometimes they even have them listed by like types of dreams. What uh, is it called? I'm going to write this in the comments. Dreamdictionary.org.org. There's a whole and, bunch of comments. Yeah. Dream, Dream Dictionary. Sorry, I've, I've been. No, it's okay. I did, I'm not even getting any. Hang on. Uh, you should be able to see them on the right side. I, Dream I just got them. I just got them. I'm like, oh, dude, I feel so bad. I'm sorry, you guys. We, I just got them. Okay. So, yeah. Uh. I can't see who all the people are. There's lots I of comments. Either. I can't either. So, it just says Facebook user. Yeah, and it says that just basically means that they didn't log into StreamYard, which is totally fine. But okay. I, a lot of the time, I'll open up the app on my phone, and mm -hmm. I'll just open up the live and look at it. But I, it's not saying who these who everybody is at this point. So um, okay. they say hello. 
so excited. I've always had a very active dream state for a large time. I had only nightmares. I was scared to go to sleep. So it led me to learn to lucid dream to gain control. Oh, okay. Now that that's a lot of fun because as a child, I had similar issues in the house and it was only in the house that we lived in. There was something on the property that I had to clear as an adult, but I, I did manage to do that and uh, no longer having those dreams as an adult. But as a child, yes, that can happen. And so what happens is your astral form goes into lucid. So that way it has, it's almost like it's your own soul's defense mechanism. Because as an adult, I've experienced this, where I actually had someone try to like follow me in the dream. And I would call on my guides or my angels, and they would protect me. But then the person would come. And finally, I just stood in my own power and blasted them in the dream realm. And that that was fun to watch from my perspective, because it's like, as far as blasting them, because it was like that person or that thing, they weren't expecting it. And so even though I was lucid, still that energy carried into my wake state. Because I go to take a shower and it's like, I'm getting psychic medium. That person was still around me. And finally, they made me so mad. I just went full Scorpio mode on them. Because that energy was so intense. I was like, that's it. <laughs> you kind of like when you kind of like when you go to sleep, have a dream that your boyfriend was cheating and wake up and be and mad at him. <laughs> well, no, this, uh, this, this energy terrorized me for like four times in one single night. Four times. They freaking, I mean, they woke me up and like first time I was like, okay. Second time I was like, this is already getting old. Third time, I was like, bro, please don't. You're going to wake the dragon within me, and you don't want that. That's bad business. I promise I, you. I totally didn't do this right. So we're live right now in uh, the uh, – we're not live on YouTube. I'll post it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, but we are live in the Exploring Claire group and on the Psychic Medium School page. I, I have been – I have been lately – <laughs> okay, I really have. I don't know. I'm so I'm normally disorganized, um, but it's okay. lately, it's been, lately it's been crazy. Dude, uh, judgments here. <laughs> uh, someone says I have a Scorpio. I have Scorpio family members that are always late. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I know. Calling me out. I know. I know. Yeah. I think the only time we're like justifiably late is if it's like like earlier where it was like, I'm trying to log in and Facebook's like, you have the wrong password. I'm like, no, yeah. I have the right password. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, is, uh, is, another question is, is that why I'm so tired all the time? Lucid dreaming? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because that's what was happening to me last fall. I would go into lucid dream state when I was receiving all those messages in my area, you know, the, all the psychic messages around Halloween. And that's what was happening because see, when you go lucid, you're able to, you're still awake. Everybody typically knows what lucid is, right? If not, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and explain. You're asleep, but you're asleep. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're asleep, but you're awake, but you're also in control. So when you do that, you hit a level of dream state, which is what I like to call, like that's like the butter state. That's the state where you can go anywhere, you can see anything, you can pretty much do anything that spirit will allow you. It, it's almost like a limitless place for me when you go lucid because you're, you are using a lot of energy though. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, that to the person who did comment that, yes, unfortunately that's probably why. So um, when that happened to me, I had to take more naps during that time frame, which was from September to about 
Day of the Dead, October first, November first, those time frames. I was I was heavily napping a lot more. Um, you, I would not recommend coffee for people who <laughs> lucid dream because it ends up making you more tired when you come down from the crash. Um, I'm not a medical practitioner, just to let you guys know, but that's just what I've noticed when it comes to dream state and and lucid state. I don't know about you, Sarah, if you've had issues with caffeine. Um, see, in Texas, we have sweet tea, but like I try to, I have to cut my limit off at like one tea a week. So I have to, where I pick and choose when I have the caffeine. I don't drink a lot of caffeine, uh, but I do have, because I drink Diet 7 Up a lot of the time. Oh, okay. Diet, Diet Pepsi, uh, when I drink that, it has caffeine in it, and I don't like to drink it before, like five hours before I go to bed. Um, Yeah. Like around... Three o'clock. I won't. I normally don't drink anything with caffeine in it. Sometimes I do, um, but then it makes it difficult to sleep. But lucid dreaming isn't something that I've done a lot with, and I, I guess more so the reason I choose. Like I, um, with uh, who was it that asked? Oh, it was Anne. Is that why I'm tired all the time? Like I feel like uh, sleep is some is like my safe space, you know, uh, yeah. where I get to relax my mind. And so I guess that was part of like my concern is that I would be extremely exhausted when I woke up and I already have so much communication during the day and so much interaction. Like, I feel like it's my time. Like what you were saying with setting boundaries, I, (laughs) I do that because I don't want to have, uh, the, I don't want to have that constant interaction all the time. I know some people like the idea of doing that and I'm just kind of like, eh, let me sleep. When I get messages sometimes, or when I'm uh, really concerned about something or worrying, that's a lot, a lot of time when it happens. Let me chime um, in one second. Um, for the people who have difficulties with lucid dreaming, what helped me was how light. I, I didn't know about this miracle crystal until I started having a lot of loose, lucid dreams around 2017 and, and having it mess with my energy. How light was one that helped me have a lot of peaceful sleep after that. Like I would, I would be able to feel rested and I actually placed it under my bed. Like okay. right now I have one under my bed, like under the box spring and it still That's works. What I have here actually, this is an aura highlight. Oh, um, it's so pretty. I like that it's egg shaped. Um, Mary said, hello, can you tell me, is this man, she asked a uh, reading question basically. Hello, can okay. you tell me, is this man I love, but not together? going to be back soon. She can answer it. Luna has a, or uh, Jessica Luna has a um, Etsy shop and we'll, I think you could see there the, in the description, uh, the link to that is in there. Um, I actually and have it up right now. Hang on. You have, grab- you have love readings, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought so. And that's a lot of what you did on the psychic hotline. I think we talked about that. Yes. yes. Uh, I had, I had a lot of, I was for some reason, like number one when it came to love and romance. And I have no idea why, because that wasn't what I was going on for. I was going on for like, um, like I want to help you empower yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but my guides were like sending me people for love and romance every time I turned around. And I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing now. I guess I'm a love and romance reader. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like the way it works is so funny. I don't know what you guys think. I'm going to ask uh, for the people that are on. It doesn't look so. I what I'm considering is actually just going live from now on in YouTube. And the reason why is because 
it's so much easier to uh, manage. Like for some reason, YouTube is not really good about the comments and the connection for StreamYard. So we might just mm -hmm. do that from now on and just go live on there. That'd probably be really helpful. Um, this is going to sound really silly, but um, where is the description? <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to look for it. Uh, it's when you when it actually posts, you'll see it. Um, oh, okay. Above. It's if you're on your phone, you hit overview. Oh, and you'll uh, see the description. I'm like. I got, so if you're looking for Jessica's shop, it's actually called the Artisan Tarot, or Tarot, yeah, Artisan Tarot. tarot. Um, that's me, so, A-R-T-I-S-A-N, yep. Yeah, and that's in the, in the description, and I'll also put that in the description when I load this up on YouTube. So if you're re-watching this on YouTube, just go into the description, and you'll be able to find uh, Jessica's shop. I actually personally had a reading from Jessica, and I loved it. Like, honestly, I, I have never had a... Well, I barely ever get readings from other people because it's just like, it's one of those like self care things that I just right. don't do often enough. Right. Um, and so I did, and she did a video reading or excuse me, an audio reading and it was like spot on perfect. And I, I really enjoyed it. I le enjoyed listening to it and the way you delivered it was awesome. So I just want to, so kudos to you. Like, Oh As God. another psychic, I was like really impressed. I'm like, maybe I should do audio readings. And then I'm like, yeah, I have kids. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was interactive to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like in front of you and getting the reading. So I just thought that was nice. And uh, so you're so if you're looking for a, like that type of reading, Jessica does a lot of different things. What are your like, what would you say are your biggest um our most popular readings that you do? The most the popular that I've done actually was recently, I've had a lot of other readers come to me recently. Like you're about the second or third person that's come to me, but over the years, I've also had readers come to me for astrology, but it's usually my astrology readings, which I actually don't have those listings up yet on Etsy because I still have to create them, but it would also be past life. I get a lot of past life stuff. Like past oh, life awesome. people with those questions of past life karma, why is this happening? And then I'm like, oh, I got you. Let's look at your past life. Let's see what happened. Like I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm the investigative kind of reader. I I turn every stone over until I'm like, nope, that's it, that's done, or my energy is tapped out. And I, yeah. those readings take about. I had to adjust the time. I had it for 60, but I ended up going 90. So that's a 90 minute recording that I have to send in three parts, but I'm totally okay with it. It's yeah, one of my favorites to do. And you go into a lot of detail. Like there's okay. a lot of detail in what you, what you talk about. So, uh, yeah, the con we're going to next time we go live, it is probably going to be in just YouTube, just so you guys know. Um, but so a little bit more um, in detail. So you said how light is a really good stone to uh, work how with if you kind of control your lucid dreams or uh, keep them contained, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it mainly helps with getting a good night's rest is actually what it's meant for. But the dream, okay. the, the dream stones, two dream stones I would recommend. And this is from my dream prerequisite course is okay. actually because we're going to cover stones and herbs in that one. And yeah, because a lot of people, I've I've worked with it so much over the last six years, I, I didn't realize how much knowledge I had 
till I actually sat down and thought about it. Um, yes, that's true. <laughs> Like when you when you actually are putting something together, it's like uh, I don't I I should just write a book on this. Like I get that yeah. way sometimes, especially if you enjoy talking about it. You could write an astrology book. Like I you know. just rattled off everything you were, like like it was your elevator pitch. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, I know. So like I'm going to floor one, two, oh, and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, just started getting into that type of astrology. And I don't, one thing that I think is really interesting is that your rising sign, I didn't know this, your rising sign is actually the, the one that is the most important. Yes. Um, and it, is it because it's personality? Is that what it is? Yes, it is, it's personality, but I feel it's also how your sun sign, because you can't always be your sun sign. Hello, if I was a Scorpio all the time, we wouldn't even be here. I would be <laughs> social and far away from everyone. My, and, and probably like, um, it'd be like, a, it's like that meme they have, my sun versus my moon, you know, and it was an adventure time meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would be like, it would be like that. And so like with the, with the rising, everybody's rising is so much fun because it, it's almost like it's your ending and your new beginning of who you are. But to me, it's also where you start at the end of the day. I'm sorry, where you start at the beginning of the day and then end at the beginning of the day and how your sun works with that together as well as with your moon. Like, honestly, I could do an astrology course if I really wanted to. <laughs> and I have, have it written down. I just don't have the time to put it together. So how does, now you were talking about the, um, the location of everything, the planets and everything right now. Right. So how is this this point in time that we're in right now affecting dreams and astral um, the astral realm? Okay, so oh, for the two people for the crystals, the two crystals I would recommend aside from halite would be amethyst and labradorite. Just for that question, it's okay, babe. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. Okay, yeah. so second question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a multitasker, but I got you. So second question, that's actually a great question to ask because we have, as I said, we have Neptune and Pisces. We have Jupiter and Pisces about to go retrograde. And how that affects your dream state is going to depend on your placement of either A, your natal moon or B, your moon right now. Meaning okay. your natal moon, I'm sorry, your natal moon and your natal Neptune, because your natal Neptune is going to help you go through the dream world, but your moon is how you process. So I always like to look at the moon sign as not just a form of emotion, because it's also going to help you interact with that water element. Sarah, are you still there? Uh, Babe, you froze. <laughs> um, Let me see. Hold on. I'm waiting. Let me see if. It'll pick back up. It might pick back up. Uh, Sarah, I'm still here, though. Um, <laughs> but we're still going. I'm, I don't know if she ended it. But um, let me see. I'll just go ahead and, and read it. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, I guess Sarah's gone. Oh, no, Sarah, wait. <laughs> Let me see if I get a message from her. Nope. Okay. Well, so it's just me um, live. I'm going to text her. Hang on. Because I'm like, this bothers me. Sorry. Sorry, guys. 
Okay. I just said uh, I was. Well, while we wait for Sarah, let me go ahead and tell you guys a little bit about my shop. Um, it is on Etsy. So when you look up the shop in Etsy's uh, search link, you're going to write all together the artisan tarot, like as if it's one word, because that's how Etsy put it in the, the, the shop when it classified me. Um, and also, let me see here. Do we have any other questions as far as dream questions? Because I'm still here. So... I'll be here till literally like one minute left and then I'm probably going to leave because I don't I don't have a message from Sarah. Um, but yeah, you'll look at my shop. I currently have a couple specials like a five dollar special. So if you want to get everything with me and you're not sure about the investment, you can also do that. I have the pre-order courses right now. I have to put them. Oh, you got the boot. What? Dude, that's terrible. I can't believe that. OK, so. <laughs> Like, what do we do? Um, <laughs> so, uh, never mind. We'll, we'll just, uh, I'll just go till three, literally. We got a couple of minutes left. So, I have the $5 daily special that's starting in August where, you know, like I said, if you're not sure about the investment, um, as far as the higher priced readings, I'm trying to get back on. Okay, I'll still be on. <laughs> I'll be on for as long as you need me, Sarah. Um, so with the $5 daily specials, it's just an energy check-in for the day. Um, then I have the weekly. So meaning for the week that you check in, I will do a reading. You'll get a video. Those are short videos. I can do those in the length of time versus the recorded readings. The recorded readings, I the only reason they're not actual videos right now is because I can't, I don't have a way to deliver it as recorded. You can end it when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I'm going to go ahead and end it. But um, yeah, guys, go ahead and check out my shop. I love you all. Thanks, Sarah. I'll text you. And um, I will hopefully see you guys soon. Bye. Luna signing off.